the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. You're never going to believe who I have with us here today. Her name is Megan Brown. I was just delighted to meet Megan earlier this year. And Megan is a military spouse. And she has four children. She's also an author. She's a leader. She has a nonprofit. We're going to dive into all that. But I just want to say welcome to the show, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I just want an ounce of your energy. That would be great. And I'm really glad that we get to talk today because this is so important to talk about military spouses. Uh, It's just going to be great. But welcome to the show. I think we could just kick it off by sharing your life with them. Um, But but before I do, I want to let them know that if they want to go to Megan at millspoco.com, that's where they're going to find you, Megan at millspoco.com. And we'll probably hit that again at the end of the show, but um, that's where you're at. And just share your story. Why don't we go straight to the heart of it? How did you come to know the Lord or what happened in your life where you ended up a military spouse? Oh, my goodness. It's so funny. Uh, those two questions are actually linked in my story. Oh, hey. So um, I uh, was in college, and um, when I say that I was a, a militant atheist, it's, it's the understatement of the year. Mm. And um, I happened to fall head over heels uh, for a boy in uniform. And, uh, man, those early 2000s BDU shirts, man, that's where it was at, those black T-shirts. <laughs> And so uh, my husband and I uh, met. We were married very quickly. Um, But about six months after we were married, uh, my husband, um, who, you know, will be married and buried in the church, right, he has uh, spent his life with the Lord um, from his youth. Uh, It was a Sunday morning. He woke me up, and he said, you know, Megan, I think today we're going to go to church. Wow. And I sort of giggled. And I said, well, how about this? How about you go to church and you can carry me to Chili's after? I'm not interested in church. And so, uh, you know, we were in our 20s, and um, he was like, look, if you don't try, I think I'll be really disappointed. Just try it once. He was very encouraging. And so this is the early 2000s. And while you can wear ripped jeans and T-shirts to church now, that wasn't really the thing (laughs) back in the day. Uh, and so I, you know, rolled out of bed, threw my hair in this horrible bun, and I went to church looking nine ways of wrong. He brought me to this very, very uh, nice church uh, down the street from uh, our Air Force base. And I, you know, went into a place called Big Church. I, I think that's what he called it. <laughs> it's a big church. I had one of those Bibles they give you at graduation. Hmm. Um, it was still in the wrapping. I was using it as a, as a doorstop, right? Like there, there, wow. if I could paint a, an accurate picture, right. of just someone who is fundamentally lost, didn't really know it, uh, had a Bible, had never opened it, grew up around Christian culture, never in it. 
And here I was on a Sunday morning in a very big church, and this very stately gentleman with uh, a very cool comb over started <laughs> waddling his way to the pulpit. And he said, all right, beloved, I want everyone to open their Bible to the book of Ephesians. And mm-hmm. I remember being very confused, Jennifer. I was like, what is an Ephesia? Uh, I yeah. looked over the pew. I'm peeking at my neighbors. I'm like, is there a page number? Um, okay, mental note, it's in the back half of this big fat book. And so I finally make it there, and this uh, preacher is walking verse by verse, line by line, through the first chapter of Ephesians. And to say I was undone, um, again, understatement of the year. And so after the church service, we're sitting in our tiny little sedan, and I am just wrecked. And I'm telling my husband, I'm like, man, is this for real? Like, is these words that adopted the sonship? predestined, picked, chosen, redeemed, gifted, Mm. lavish in love, right? I just was undone. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you're excited about it. I'll take you to Chili's, and I'll tell you all about it. Oh, how sweet. The running joke in our family is that um, my testimony starts with Jesus and fajitas. (laughs) I love it. Oh, that's great. Oh, wow. I bet your husband was as undone as you were that you were that excited about it. He, he really was, and, and again, we were really young. I mean, like, we had barely turned 20. Um, we had not known each other very long. I mean, we met in November. We were married the following April, right? It was a very whirlwind kind of affair. Uh, and, you know, to be introduced to the gospel, um, it, was, it was life-altering for me. But, you know, my testimony doesn't really end with that that amazing experience for me when um when i became a military spouse i had a a general understanding of what it was that i was getting into uh you know we all understand that there are going to be deployments and operational tempos and that you know the government really controls our schedules and some of those things we can anticipate and even and even brace for uh, but as a believer, there was something that was kind of coming around the corner that I wouldn't be prepared for. And so, you know, I became a believer at 20. I was baptized at 22. Um, we had our daughter at 22. And so we always joked that when she was baptized, she got to go twice because, you know, she, she went once uh, while, I was, while I was pregnant with her. And so when we fast forward down the road a few years, uh, the kids are now five, three, and one. And my husband is in Afghanistan. Mm. I've been a believer for a handful of years, not long, but long enough. And uh, one day a postal worker shows up at the house with his foot lockers. Mm. And I remember being overcome in terror because I hadn't spoken to him. I knew he was driving convoys. I, I knew that we lived an hour away from a local installation. And I was just terrified that this postal worker had beaten the casualty officers to my door. Oh, is that the case? Paralyzed, paralyzed. And so in that moment, um, it was very clear to me that I had no idea what I was supposed to be holding on to. I professed Jesus. I professed a hope that was eternal and um, a strong faith. But in in the moment of my greatest fear, I couldn't find it. And so um, I had not been discipled. We were kind of around a church, but not really in it. 
And so uh, I remember picking up my Bible. You know, no one had ever taught me how to read it or study it. No one had taught me how to pray. I didn't know anything. And so here I am in the pit of desperation, and I have no answers. And so I'm holding this book in my hand, and I was like, okay. Uh, I remember that a big guy in a suit told me one day that you talk, magic book. (laughs) Like, how does that work? Do I just, like, is it like the eight ball thing? Do I shake it up, and then you just tell me things? Like, can you... How does this work? And and I remember like flopping it on my coffee table. This is a terrible way to study scripture. Don't do it this way. <laughs> and it landed in Thessalonians, and I'm like, what's Thessalonian? <laughs> like I don't know. What is that? Right. Um, I, I couldn't understand any of it. I I I don't even think I was able to grasp the simplest things from that from that chapter. And finally, all I could hold was pray without ceasing. And I thought, well, I don't know how to do that either. But I guess, do I just walk around and talk to you, Lord? Is that what it looks like? And so for three days, uh-huh. it was, Lord, Megan, um, could you bring my husband back? Like, could you let, or at least let me know, is there a blueprint? Is there a plan? Um, many times, it was just the word please, you know, getting kids out of the tub, wiping down counters, begging. And, and, and every black car that passed my house sent me into a panic mm. until on the third day, Right, I get a call from a weird number, and there he is. It's my husband. He's oh, safe. Oh, praise God! Safe. Yeah. Oh, yes, mm. yes, he was safe. And while I was overcome with relief, I was really wrecked by the amount of conviction that I was experiencing around the fact that I had no idea what to do in the face of my greatest fear all the things I thought I knew about the Lord, about the hope that I have in Christ that I was professing to have, there was no comfort for me. There was no answer. There was no, there was no wisdom, no one to call. I, I mean, I, that was the loneliest three days of my adult life. And if you would have asked me then if that's where I thought ministry began for me, I would say no. But you know, a decade later, I can tell you that was absolutely when ministry started for me. So that's my short, short testimony of how I found, how the Lord really found me and how I found myself serving him as a ministry leader. Well, Megan Brown, Mill Spouse Leader, Megan Brown at com. Wow, what a story. Thank you so much for sharing that. We have uh, one minute max left. Is there anything else you want to leave us with today that is so powerful? I think the biggest thing for me is that uh, I found my calling in ministry at the intersection of one of my greatest pain points and one of the places I know God wants us to be. And so encouragement would be to lean in and ask the Lord where he is calling you to serve those who are experiencing the same pain that you find yourself in. Um, I learned how to be a killer expositor. I have two degrees from Moody now. Um, one in ministry leadership with a focus in women's ministry and theology, and I'm finishing my second degree this spring in nonprofit administration because there are 1.8 million women like me. 
that uh, need instruction. They don't know how to read the Bible, and they want to know. And oh, so they do. That's where the Lord pulled me. Oh, that's so good. Thank you, Megan Brown. Go to Megan at millspokeho.com. She learned to pray without ceasing during those three days. What a beautiful testimony of God in her life. And she will be joining us on the next episode, so you will want to do that too. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.